We solemnly swear we're up to no good. podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. And I'm Victoria Laguna. And we managed to convince Tim to stay for the last minute of the week. Yeah, it was, it's been boring the other four days. But I, I, I told you to I was going to tie you to your chair and not let you, uh, not let you leave. Thankfully, it didn't come to that. Thankfully, it didn't come to that. I have to charge you extra. So, so today we're talking, we're wrapping up the week with minute number 25. Uh, minute 25 starts with Vault You Know Which and ends with the first shot of Ollivander's wand shop. Um, I'm really excited for the Ollivander stuff next week. I'm sorry you're not going to be here for that. That's okay. I have stuff to say about Ollivander's already. Yeah, we get enough, we get a good enough glimpse at the end of this minute that I think it'll be okay if we, uh, if we do some Ollivander talk before the week is out. Um, but I, we got to start here with Vault 713. Uh, I really is like... Is there a significance? I don't know if there's a number significance. Again, new, Somebody we, tell them. We please. don't have a numerologist. Yeah. Email, tweet. Numerologists, reach Send out to us. Send us an owl. Uh, we would love to know. I'm still waiting on an ornithologist to tell me about all the owls from weeks one and two. Uh, no one has reached out to me yet. Yeah. Very disappointed. I'm reach surprised out there us. aren't more ornithologists in the Harry Potter community. You would think, think so with all the owl, owl talk. Oh, I think we'd be the only three that wouldn't weren't ornithologists. We're the only anyway, ones. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, Vault Seven Hundred Thirteen. Um, I like the number at the top of the arch, but this arch is really creepy. Is this a, there's a there's a like shrouded sort of so figure they, here that looks like it could be something? I think it's just not? another another like sculpt. So that's what I'm saying. Are they, they they look like they're supposed to look like a cave, but it's clearly carved into. Like, there was never a time where this was a pristine archway with no stalag- stalagmites. I, whichever and one has the M in it. Stalagmites. Um, or I don't know which one. <laughs> I'm like Harry in this. Um, I like, I don't I, do you want to know how I know? How? Stalagmites come out of the ground and stalactites hang from the ceiling. But how do you know it's that? It's the G and the C, ground and ceiling for C, oh, stalactite. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, I see. Well, yeah. anyway, so the, the stalactites, there was never a time when there weren't stalactites in this archway. I I assume that like they this was originally like mined out of the ground and then yeah. someone else has gone in and like actually carved out the arches and things, but it doesn't look like it was ever cleanly done. Okay, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So yeah, I think it's just another one of those. I find it interesting you see a little cart go by like another with other, with other goblins, but they walk to this vault. You know, I didn't even think about that vault. What was Harry's vault? 700? No, 687. 80, 87. 87? So, okay, so it's not that far. You can't be that far. It's, it's like a 30 bit walks of... down. 30, 30 vaults down? Yeah, so it's not that far. Do you think it's on um, the same level? I don't know. In the, in the book, 
It is much deeper. This vault is yeah, much deeper in. Down. Uh, Hagrid asks them not to speed up, and he Griphook says there's only one speed. But then it talks about how it's speeding up because it's going downhill. And, and Hagrid, of course, is not having it. <laughs> no. I like that Harry's literally carrying two bags of, of gold, presumably. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I like that he's and, he's got them, okay. the bundles in his arms. Grimhook doesn't need the the lamp for this door. No, he That's lets fine. Hagrid, Hagrid keep the lamp. Hagrid can carry this one. Well, this is a this is a different type of door. Um, this one, Griphook tenderly rubs his fingernail along... And and it unlocks the locking mechanism again. Seems seems really weak security. Anyone you could just... you lop a hand off a goblin and use it to open? So either either it's really weak security and anyone can just stroke their hand and accidentally open the door. No, okay. I can tell you for sure that that's not the case. Victoria or... mentioned this earlier, and I told her to save it, but. Um, Griphook says that if anyone other than a goblin tried this maneuver, they would get sucked through the door into the vault until people came looking for them. And then Harry says, how long, how often do you guys check, check the vaults? And he says, oh, every ten years or so. Yeah, basically once a decade or so. Yeah. So, so if, if there was any vault in all of Gringotts. That does answer if there was, that you can get into the vaults without. But how do you, so then you just, the problem is getting out. Yeah. yeah, you basically should be trapped. But no, my my point is the goblins can go check all the vaults. Yeah. Without the people mm-hmm. saying without it's the people okay present. Yeah. yeah. to go into the vault. At least just to like open and inspect them, I suppose. Just like I assume if you went to a bank, like sure there's like keys for all the security boxes or whatever, but I'm pretty sure if they needed to, they could go into them themselves. I don't know. I don't know. I would think they're, I think, I would think we wouldn't want that. We wouldn't want it, but I think that maybe they could. I'm not sure what the access. I've never. Term. I don't know. If you're a person that works at a bank, at a bank, reach out to I us. Would, Send I us really an don't think that's the case, but I don't. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. If there was any vault in all of Gringotts that you would be okay getting sucked into, this would have to be the one, right? Because presumably you could survive in there for ten years without any no, problems. You'd right, star- right. No, you would starve. Could you starve? Do you need? Is the elixir of life strong enough to keep you alive without? Sussex. Taking care of other bodily functions. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Uh, the, the assumption is that, that the stone is enough that is powerful enough, is life giving enough that Voldemort can use it to come back, like build a new body, presumably. Um, well, I don't know. I've only seen these five minutes. I didn't know what, what was in there? <laughs> it's just a grubby I little do package. Think, I do. I like the little shot of all the gears and tumblers working. I think that's cool. I think they look really cool. Uh, it's like a it weird... does look cool. But I do think the size of the vault is a bit of an overkill. Well, it's a giant. I think we, is there different sizes of vaults? There's just literally only one <laughs> one, one size, size fits, fits all. That <laughs> seems ridiculous. <laughs> they just have hundreds of vaults. Um, I also How found they out. Fit the dragon. Speaking of other. I don't know. I don't it's know how really cramped. Got. The dragon's in not in a vault. <laughs> oh, it's 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 in the corridor protecting the vaults. I don't yeah. Think. Um. The speaking of just vault numbers, I was looking earlier today, and uh, Pottermore told me that Sirius Black's vault is number seven hundred and eleven. Oh, they walked right by it. Right by they it. They walked right by it. Um. So they had this like grubby little package. It's like the amount of awesome 
Harry confused looks we get. Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's so <laughs> many. Harry has the best expressions, period. Like, yeah. no matter what it is. I think that, I think that little Dan is the most, uh, expressive character that we see in, in this movie. Yeah, he's just so like, oh, There are so many moments where it's he's like very, rolling his eyes. He's going, he's, he's just like, he's going, why is this such a huge vault for a <laughs> this, tiny little, this little, of tiny course. little package? I think he's just, yeah. What do you, you know, think he thinks is in there? I don't know. I don't think he has any yeah, guesses. It's like no guesses. It's something magical. It looks like it could be a. Did someone just, you know, tie some paper around a rock? <laughs> yeah, I like that that's the wrapping. It's yeah, not any kind of. It's like just paper wrapped around it with like a like twine. Yeah. To tie it's it. It's much. Closed. Anyway, far too big. It's a very unassuming. They could have put a very. I like that there is a spotlight on it though. <laughs> There's a spotlight on the it thing. It was. It's a spotlight, and it's not like the light of Hagrid's lantern when he leans in. No, it's very clearly coming from above. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Nice. Uh, nice shot of the Daily Prophet. Yeah. As soon as oh, we, yeah. as soon as we uh, cut outside, we do see the sign of the Daily Prophet, um, which I didn't know is in Diagon Alley. Diagon Alley. That's cool. Do you, so they have like wizard reporters that are. Running around here, yeah. or this Look is where they branch. operate out of. Maybe, maybe oh, they have a branch here, just like just this is the Diagon Alley like, branch. Okay, the correspondent Diagon Alley yeah, correspondence of the Daily Prophet of the Daily. Prophet. And across the street, they have something for all ailments. I assume I assume it's some sort of potion shop. Yeah, although it looks like they've it looks like they're tires, coming out they of this tires stop. This shop too, because both Harry and Hagrid are carrying a bunch of packages, so they've already done all their shopping. And yeah, we Harry does all the shopping. Harry doesn't have any. Uh... I'm, I'm sad that we don't see like the robe shop or Flourish and Blots or like the apothecary. I would love to see inside of oh, all these yes, buildings. I know. Harry doesn't have doesn't seem to have much money left either because he had the two bags. And now he's just now got he, a bunch of boxes. Yeah, he only has enough money to buy all the sweets off the cart. Of off the, the cart. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Once he gets on, well, he's got sweet. he's got like. A handful of of money later when he yeah. does that too. We'll talk. We'll talk about that then. But I won't. You won't. Um, I do like that Hagrid says he's like, "Oh, I need a wand." He says, "Oh, it's Ollivander's. There ain't no place better." Are there other There's wand no other, shops? There wand are shops. other wand. Well, not in Diagon Alley. Not in Diagon Alley. But there are other them. wand makers. However, the Ollivander family is is very well the regarded, most, uh, revered. Yeah, they've been they've been presumably making one since the original Ollivander. So we we see later. I don't I don't want to get too much into next week's stuff, but we see that the wand chooses the wizard. Mm-hmm. Right. What if your wand is not that shop and it's somewhere in South Africa? <laughs> Ollivanders, actually. So so it's not. It doesn't seem to be the case that a wizard can only use one wand. Well, yeah, we see he's really badass with, like, four other wands and is able to destroy the whole shop with them. Yeah. Depends on what you want to do with them. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I think I think that uh, while the wand chooses the wizard, like, this wand is um, more compatible with this wizard than not. It still requires the finesse of Ollivander to, to figure out which wand is the one uh, that's going to be so, the best fit. So, because so it's it not needs... that this is the one wand, but this is the wand here that is best suited for you. Okay, but so since it needs the finesse of Ollivander to find it, what about the Hogsmeade branch of Ollivander? 
I don't know. I, I would maybe so they assume that all of, I think that he's got a family. I don't yeah, think that, I'll, I'll, I'll that, that Mr. Ollivander's the last. Oh, yeah, right. that there's an Ollivander in every shop. Sure. Like you yeah, it's a family. It's, it's an old family. family. Thing. It's yeah, a family yeah. that goes back, okay. you know, that's two thousand years. That's a huge family, so. Yeah. Because I mean, wizarding families do seem to be pretty darn huge anyway. Yeah. I just think that's interesting. So I have, we see a sign at the very end of the minute. Yes. It's not to fast forward to the very end of the minute. But I thought it was the most fascinating thing of all five minutes. Yeah. And I don't want to hype this up too much. But they say that it is since 382 B.C. Yes. Yeah. What? Do you know what the state of Britain was like in 382 B.C.? Was it Roman Britain? But that's, we could talk about that in a minute. But I want to use the fact that they use Christ as a marking point. They still Why use, Christ? Because that's what BC that's stands for. Oh yeah. Stands okay. For. Is that they still use? Oh, that that's interesting. Of time. I didn't even think about that. They still use that. that as a measuring point for before when you would think that somebody. I want a better. Who, I want a different. So yeah, I guess that they still measure time in the same in the same way as it, muggles do. I guess, which is interesting that they would, you know, someone who could change water calendar. to wine and walk on water doesn't seem like so amazing. Not in the Wizarding World. In the Wizarding World, maybe he is. <laughs> Jesus was a wizard, Jesus but then wizard. that would seem even less impressive. <laughs> maybe he, he was just the very first wizard. But basically, I know, they, not the no, no, but, no, not but no, it couldn't have been since no, they're making wands in three eighty two BC. Yeah, obviously. So, so I don't know. It's unless C is a, a different wizard, and it's not. Yeah, I, at that's all. what I was going to try it's and someone, come up with like a better idea. It's someone in but like I don't know the any... year eleven hundred for for Muggles, and and, and three eighty two so... is really like the year seven twelve or something <laughs> like that. Like it's yeah, I don't know. I find that interesting that they used. So either, or, they're recognizing that he really was a muggle, and that's what made it so impressive. Oh, yeah, he's a muggle that actually achieved his magical things. Yeah, yeah. Huh. It's really something... I never thought about thinking about... Well, they celebrate Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 they sure do. So, there's gotta be something about religion in the... Yeah. In the Wizarding World. We gotta figure that out, because it's... That's fascinating. Very, very clearly, a lot of them are, are Christians or celebrate Christian holidays for some reason and recognize Christmas. I think Christmas is the only, hol- the only, not the only holiday. They celebrate Christmas and they celebrate Halloween. I think Christmas makes sense even if they weren't Christian, just because you figure a lot of them, not all of them, come from straight wizarding families. Yeah. you have mm-hmm. a lot of Muggle overlap, and they would want to be with, you know, their their families during their holidays as well. Right. Okay. Um. But, yeah, I just think it's... Clearly they recognize Christ, which is... Does that mean you have wizards of all sorts of religions at that point? I mean, but Someone no, tweeted you... at J.K. Rowling about if there's any Jewish students, and yeah, she gave Jewish. a whole thing about this Jewish kid that doesn't actually appear in the books. No, yeah, that would, I, think, I think it's fair to say that they have... All, all yeah. the religions are at... I believe you can, can be a wizard or a the witch. Patil, the Patil twins are... Um, like of Indian descent. They're I Indian. Maybe they're Hindu or maybe. I don't know. But yeah, I just think it's it's interesting that it's still a very Christian dominated. Huh. Society. I didn't. I wouldn't have like pinpointed on that, but that's very fascinating. Yeah, I wonder if that's because 
Is it because of the culture that they exist in? Like, right. the prevalence of Muggle culture in the... So if they went to the like Saudi Arabia wizarding school, it would be... A bunch of... It would be like they would is, celebrate Islamic, like Muslim holidays yeah. and things. I suppose. I don't see why not. I would watch that movie. <laughs> I want to I wanna know um, what holidays they celebrate at like Durmstrang. Right, yeah, yeah. Or, or Bobatins. Um, or Bobatins. Well, Bobatins is in France. So it's probably similar. Presumably it's still going to be like... A lot of the Westerns, especially in Europe, yeah. it's going to be very similar. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I was I was more interested in the fact that, like, they've been making wand since 382 BC. So they, they were wand workers for nearly 2,000 years before... Over 1,000... Over 1,500 years before there was a Diagon Alley. So were they were they weren't here first, but no. they I wonder where they were making their wands. I think that they've been the way Pottermore explains it, it seems that they've been in the UK making wands since three eighty two. Well the UK didn't exist in three eighty two. Well, no, but like in that part in those of the islands. World. Yeah. Um and that that the Ollivander, like the first Ollivander, uh came from somewhere else and was already an experienced wand maker. Uh, and just passed that knowledge on to his descendants. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. So and they just kept going. Yeah. Gosh, what a you That's just a do family whatever empire. you just do whatever your family does at that point. What if what about the Ollivanders that wanted to be like I'm sure that maybe 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 there's... You know what sucks? What if you're a wizard that wants to be a banker? You're out of luck. Because you gotta <laughs> like be you a You don't goblin. wanna be involved in a a, a wizarding uh Maybe job? maybe there's maybe the job? ministry that's has not a muggle someone... job. That's a goblin job. Oh, oh, you mean you want to work? Well, there's only there's been two human workers that have worked at Gringotts. Really? Well, um, they were the two the, the well, two one human of, one guards. Of the, one right? of, well, that too, but one of the Weasleys, I believe, um, Bill was worked for the yes. bank. Yes, yes. And so did Floor. Floor had a part time job at the bank. At the bank. We well, just what never did they do for them. the bank? Huh? What did they do for the unpaid interns? Um. Oh my God, Bill. Actually, oh my God, I could have told you. I had it. I had it queued up and everything, but I figured we weren't going to get there, so I didn't think about to keep it. No, it's okay. But no, like he he did work there. Floor. Yeah, I remember that being because Bill Bill is the one that sort of maybe you can be a branch manager. Maybe you just can't work at the Gringotts. Mm -hmm. You can work at the Gringotts branch in Hogsmeade. Okay. But but, but that the Gringotts the portal to the real Gringotts. is exclusively goblin. I don't know. <laughs> They're all the brokers too, all the stockbrokers. They're all goblins. They're all goblins. All the stockbrokers and yep. all of them. The guys that are hauling wagons full of jewels that are making everybody uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, let's see, Bill Weasley. He worked as a curse breaker for the Gringotts oh. in Egypt. In Gringotts ah, in Egypt. so they do have different branches. branches. Okay. Uh, retrieving artifacts from ancient Egyptian tombs and pyramids, and later took on a desk job to work what? with the Order, order Bill, of the Phoenix. Bill Weasley was a grave robber? <laughs> yes. And it says Fleur took... <laughs> wait, no, 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 wait, hold on, hold on. Brush over yeah, the no, fact no, that, 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 that you just... 
stole. <laughs> the the oldest Weasley brothers have the coolest jobs because one's a grave robber, the other works with the dragons. Basically, wait, and we follow this stupid kid around <laughs> for seven for eight movies. We don't get to watch the wizard grave robber. No. I would love. That sounds I would love the Bill Weasley, like, the Bill Weasley like Indiana Jones. That sounds yeah, so oh good. That's exactly what that movie would be. It would be yes. amazing. Yes. I would be. I would be really into that. Oh man, that, that sounds awesome. Laura's job's not nearly as cool. Was, she just had a part-time job, um, just being kind of like interny, like oh. uh, basically just working there to improve yeah, her English. So she was the unpaid. Oh. She was the unpaid intern. Yeah, basically. But he was the he was a grave robber. Also, Gringotts makes money by literally just stealing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so when muggles so. go and and do you know do the art you know paleontology work and all that stuff and they don't find anything, that's what. It's, it's like, cause oh, he's got it. It's cause he's already got it. Oh man, what if they steal stuff from museums too? Wow. Oh, wait a <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, because especially if it's goblin made. They'd no, be like, oh, this oh, is ours. Fine. This is ours. Like, and I don't I feel know why like you guys like, this, this They don't have any way to check it, so they could just be like, oh, yeah, this is ours, too. Yeah. We'll take some of this and some of that. And then they just obliviate the muggle oh, managers at the at the museum. Or just erase their memory or That's whatever. That's the... Yeah. Oblivion. Oh, I thought you said spell. obliterate. You obliterate. That seems a little hard. Like, whoa, Obliviate. <laughs> it's the memory spell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, um... Gosh, Gringotts kind of jerks. They really are. They're not nice. But I still want the Bill Weasley grave robber. Yeah. I still want the, uh, yeah, that's um, Bill Indiana Weasley. Weasley. Indiana Weasley. Indiana Weasley. We named the dog Bill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a great name for a dog. It is a great name. I like that Bill the dog. All right. um, uh, that's it's uh, Don 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 Gleason is Bill Weasley. Yeah. I would watch him play like an Donald, Indiana Jones Donald, type. Donald Gleason. Donald, Donald Gleason. Donald. Um, it'd be really great. I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad I had you look that up again. Yeah, there you go. See, God. I knew there was a there's, the there coolest, is a human worker. I can't believe we almost skipped over that. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> there you go. All right. I'm glad I get to add something. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for sticking around for this week. Of course. This was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Good stuff. Yeah, I've been, I've been really, we've, we've, I keep saying this every week, but I'm like really happy that we're doing this podcast. It's been a lot of fun to work on. And it's nice to have an excuse to really like nitpick the hell out of these movies that I love. It's true. I hadn't, I hadn't watched this movie in a long time. Long time. Um, it was, yeah, it was, and it was good. And just rewatching this and going, man, this is an extremely well put together film. It is. Just in general. Um, and I feel like after this movie came out and obviously throughout the, the decade after as the movie yeah. started coming, every movie studio was looking for their next fantasy film or the next, mm-hmm. you know, young adult novel yep. series. Oh, yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. like none of them, first of all, plenty of them were as good, if not maybe some of them even better books than the original yeah. Harry Potter film or book was, but none of them put so much detail and effort into the actual making to, to of catch the that, To catch that, uh, that feel. Yeah, yeah, I think that Christopher and Columbus was was absolutely the right person to, like, start this franchise yeah. on. And I think the benefit of, like, I think all the people that are working with it, I think Stuart Craig is a production designer, does phenomenal stuff. Uh, Mira Foramina is responsible for all of the, uh, like, lettering and all of that. And mm-hmm. uh, she wrote the letters and designed, like, a, the maps and a lot of that stuff, which I think, which is phenomenal. Um, it, it's, yeah, and, and John we Williams always, doing the we score. We got to remember like, when this movie came came out, which uh, most of the books weren't out yet. 
Only the first three were. Only the first, yeah. So you know, it, it's definitely it's definitely possible that really the movies help boost the books too. Yeah, keep the books going. I agree with that. So it's kind of a symbiote circle. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's 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 interesting that you know it's. Uh, you know, we, we did have a Chronicles of Narnia movie that came out. Yeah. And it wasn't terrible, but it was no, no Harry Potter no, at all. No, you know, no I, not... I, Victoria and I talked about this, I think, really early in the first, like, week or two. Um, that if it, I think that, that Harry Potter and, and Lord of the Rings, they only came out, The Fellowship came out a month after this movie did. Mm -hmm. And I think the two of them really, like, set a pace for, like, fantasy culture for oh, the next yeah. decade. I would agree with that. Um, well, Lord of the Rings set the pace of fantasy culture. Yeah, like seven years ago. Yeah, but like, I think that I think that um, continue to do so. The the between the two fran the film franchises, I think they really kind of like changed what uh, blockbuster culture was like. Yeah. Well, yeah. sort of to a degree, especially you know I feel like every March yeah. we get a different. Young adult film, yeah, you know, even, yeah. Harry Potter really made that. The it really created the young adult section. Yeah, it really did. I mean, they. I don't think any of them released in March. They were all July and November films. But, yeah, I um, think I think all but the last couple were were Novembers. Yeah, but uh, no, yeah, I find I, it's just it's it's really cool, and I, you know, I do want to uh, kind of go on a rewatch, especially the early ones. Yeah, because I feel like we kind of fall back on. The first, uh, I like the first couple movies a lot. I think I like the, the first few movies more. Maybe it's just because I have more nostalgia for them because they're earlier in the series or they have a different sort of, things get really heavy after oh, Goblet yeah. of Fire. And, and reasonably so, but, um, they just don't have the same sort of like whimsical nature that these early ones do. Yeah. I agree. All right. I think that's it for this week. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for joining us, Tim. Thanks for having me on, guys. We'll have fun. to have you back. Uh, it's really early to be asking you this, but is there a part of Chamber of Secrets that you think you would want? No part in particular. Okay. You, you guys did a good job picking minutes for me this time, so I'll trust cool. your judgment. Uh, well, um, we'll figure that out. I might have you back before then, just because we have a lot of minutes to fill. Okay. Well, so I'll let you know. I hope there are lots of friends that can, and, and people interested. I'm sure there are plenty of people interested in being oh, here. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um I'm really happy that you came to do this. We only have we have so many minutes that are still open. So like, let me know if there's minutes that anyone wants, and we'll we'll figure it out. Cool. Okay. Uh, thank you for joining us for this whole week. Uh, you can follow us at duelinggenre.com or at hpminute.com. I am plugging our own website because dueling genre is where we it'll all redirect to dueling genre anyway. Yeah. Um, Scott Curley and Nick Jimenez over there do Back to the Future Minute, which I really like. And Cassandra Fredrickson and, and Norman Mitchell do Lord of the Rings Minute. They're like our sister podcast on the show, on the, on their network. Um, they also do Geek by Night and what am I missing? The Doctor's Companion. They have a Doctor Who podcast over there too that's really fun. Um, they've been going through all of the Doctor's one story at a time recently. So they go through like, an episode from each season for the like each doctor okay. one by one. Yeah. Um so that's been fun. I've been I've been slowly catching up on that because there's a, a huge backlist of Doctors Companion to go through. Um there's a ton of other minute shows if you like our format. You can find uh, all of those listed at moviesbyminutes.com, starting with Star Wars Minute, which really is uh 
like the patriarch. The, They're the the, the originators. The parent company. Yeah. The yeah. parent company. <laughs> well, I guess they, they recently figured out that the Big Lebowski guys were yeah, there's technically that show, first, balls, but I but feel like a lot of them were... I think every other Minute show since has derived because of Star Wars Minute. Yeah, their popularity. Um, but yeah. those guys, those guys are, you know, they're as far into Attack of the Clones as we are into this, and really feel for them. It's been, a, it's going to be a tough movie. It's going to be fun. It'll be so much fun. <laughs> Those guys are great. Uh, I really like uh, Indiana Jones Minute, and uh, well, I already said Lord of the Rings Minute. Indiana Jones Minute, Back to the Future Minute, Alien Minute is going to be doing Aliens pretty soon. Um, the I said the Ghostbusters Minute were doing. Minute is done. Goodfellas Minute is done. Uh, Ghostbusters Minute guys are doing Jurassic Park Is anyone Minute, doing Godfather And Minute? they're going to start doing Goonies Minute. The Movies by Minutes page <laughs> says that there's a Godfather Minute coming soon, but no one even knows who who's doing it. Oh, funny. Um, as far as I'm aware, it's that'd just be, like that'd a, be a good one. in the future I would listen thing. to Godfather Minute. Yeah. There's a lot of really great Minute shows out there. If you, <laughs> I think if you it's guys, great that doing Burbs Minute. Yeah, there's a Burbs Minute. There's <laughs> I a, love that There's a Burbs Minute. There's a Beetlejuice Minute now. Uh, there's a Zootopia Minute now. Any kind of um, Spinal Tap is coming. Fifth Element with Crystal Beth I'm is coming. Do, I'm going to do a Minute podcast about short movies that are, I'm just going to take seconds. Um, this will be like 10 minute short films, but I'm going to do one second, second at a time. time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you, are, are you going to do like the like the Disney shorts that come before like a Pixar movie no. or something? Oh, no, there you, you go. Like, I'm not going to do that. Or you could do, you could do uh, there's that movie. I should add a caveat The World that I'm of Tomorrow. Going, asterisk, I am not going to do this. Okay. Right. <laughs> like, I am BSing everybody. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I call all our plugs, right? Yeah, I think yeah. I already did that. It's good. It's good job. Um, good oh, job. we have a Patreon page uh, that that's going to go up. Um, that went up last week, actually, as of the time of this listening, <laughs> the time this airs. So you guys can find us on Patreon at Harry Potter Minute as well. Excellent. Yeah, we'll do. We're going to be doing weekend editions over there, so that'll yeah. be fun. So join us over there too. All right. All right. Mischief, Mischief managed. managed. Been around a time. You should. You should. You should. You're on your own. You're done. Okay. Enjoy your break.